Happy Monday, Mousecapades listeners! This is Vicky, and I'm here with Nick, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. And we are going to do one of our favorite things, and that is answer your listener questions. Thank you for those of you that continue to write in to us and give us questions to answer, because we know there are other people out there that probably have the same questions you do, and we love to help people out because we love our Disney. Before we get started, we would like to encourage you to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com for deals, tips, tricks, and all things. Disney. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's super califragilistic. I hope you enjoy the show. If you like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Nick, and it is time for your listener questions. First question, we're going to start right off, comes from Pam from Rockford, Illinois, and she simply states, Hey, Nick and Vicky, I'm a huge fan of the show and have been listening since the days of Nick and Dave. Where did Dave go? About a year ago, Dave came on bringing historical Disney stories of the past. I really enjoyed listening to a time way back when. Respectfully, Pam. Well, Dave, Dave, Dave disappeared. Dave, yeah, he's MIA. No, no. So, so Dave is an awesome dude, uh, Pam, and he does have another uh, story of the past to share with the Mousecapades podcast and, and all of our listeners. But uh, we've been trying to get him on for the past, uh, geez, I don't for for a little while, and um, he's been on vacation for for quite a while this summer, and uh, just our calendars are having a hard time aligning up. The days that we can get him on the show and record are days when he is busy uh, either with family or friends so it's just been a a scheduling conflict to be honest with you Um, we will eventually get him on just give you a heads up so um, hopefully sometime soon yeah just gonna be honest yeah, his uh, life is really busy. He does have two kids, and um, Mia's life starting to get. Oh my gosh, she's yeah, she's, she's in high school she's now. She's dancing and she's competitive dance. Yep. So that's a lot of work for dance. Max do karate or karate? He does something, something. So I think he's, he's super kind. busy, and it's just our schedules just haven't been uh, in line. And so just trying to work on days that Vicky and I can record and match in those specific days because we can only record on specific days of the week because of our schedules, right? And try Trying to match that with Dave, it's been it's been extremely hard. But we will eventually get him on. He does have another story to share, and yeah, just keep listening, and uh, we will have him on there for sure. We love Dave. So this next question comes from Sarah. We don't know where Sarah's from. There's a lot of Sarahs. It could be from anywhere. Anyway, Mousecapades Podcast. I'll be heading to WDW in September and plan on buying a ticket for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. I will also be dining at a few character meals. The only thing is, I'll be alone. I used to go with the family 
family or a friend, but not this time. I want to experience a solo trip. And I have to be honest, it's going to be awkward being by myself. I've been to the parks and dined with characters many times before, and you never see guests by themselves. Usually guests are with friends and family. My question is, at the character meals with the characters, will they still come to my table with me being by myself and all? I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of nervous and embarrassed of what other guests may think. Sarah. Sarah, I don't think you're going to be alone. Maybe you just haven't noticed people being by themselves, but we've been there when many, many guests have been by themselves. And in fact, I'm on a Disney blog where people brag about their solo trips all the time and they have done exactly what you're saying you want to do. Go to character dining and they post their pictures for us to look at and it looks amazing. I'm not a by myself kind of girl, so I always want to take somebody with me. But if I was or I think Brad would love to do that. Brad's an only child, so he'd be totally cool with it. I know Nick's done it by himself before. I'm just a person that likes to have people around and I mean usually people I can talk to that know me because I don't think strangers would appreciate me coming up and start talking to them. But um, I say go for it. What do you say, Nick? Well, like Sarah, I'll be honest, I was kind of nervous my first time around too, because it is kind of weird going by yourself. You never think about uh, all the other solo travelers when you're on your trip with a friend or or even your family. So when you are that person, when you're by yourself, you start to think about, and this is just my case, I can only imagine what Sarah's thinking as well. It's probably the same. What do other people think? Especially when you're sitting, like she mentioned character, character meals, and I've eaten at character meals by myself, and I will admit there were a couple times where you a family is looking at you, but they're not necessarily thinking what you think they're thinking. You know, uh, you may think, oh, wow, they're looking at me thinking I'm probably some weirdo with a beardo uh, by himself at Disney World. That's odd, you know, especially a male. But um, I got over that quickly and I really didn't care. And, I, and, and when you start looking around, there are more solo travelers than you think. You see them all over the parks. So I would say go do it. Have a blast. It's a different type of trip when you're by yourself, just like it's a different type of trip when you're with your family and you finally go with just one single friend. Uh, it's a totally different trip when you're by yourself. So I say go ahead and do it and don't worry about what others think. I would agree. And I'm I'm the first to be worried about what other people think of me, but I totally think you should do it. I know I was going to tell you another story that I thought of that I read on that blog was this lady and her husband had always gone to Disney. They took their kids there growing up and then they continued to go up there through their elder years and he passed on, but she still goes every year at the same time that they used to go together and she sits there and just remembers the memories that she had with him and does the pictures and, and everything. So go ahead and start your new tradition. I mean, you may start a fad. Maybe you'll run into somebody else that's by themselves. Maybe you can eat together and make a friend. I I don't know. I just think any opportunity you have to be engulfed in Disney is a good opportunity. This next question comes from Anthony from Nevada. And he, he states, Dear Vicki and Nick, next year in March, I'll be going to Disneyland for the first time in my entire life. I've always wanted to go. And when I was little, my parents never had enough money to afford a trip to the happiest place on earth. I'm doing what my parents couldn't afford to do and that's take my family to Disneyland. My parents that is. Like I said, this will be my first trip and my parents' first trip. I have listened for about a year now and have heard you guys talk about Pixar uh, Place and California Adventure and Pirates of the Caribbean and the Blue Bayou and Disneyland's Magic Kingdom. Uh, I want to make this a very special trip for myself and my parents. What are some points of interest uh, should first-timers experience at Disneyland to make it a magical visit? So, what a touching story, taking his parents to Disneyland when he couldn't go as a child 
because, you know, his parents didn't have enough money. And now he's taking himself and his parents to the happiest place on earth. I, I hope to do this. I mean, obviously, my dad's to a place that that, that can't happen. Um, but I hope someday to be able to take my mom. My dad is losing his sight. And so he wouldn't be able to enjoy it the way that I would want him to. Nor can he really get around. He uses a walker and everything. So, yeah, I totally think this would be an awesome experience and way to go, Anthony. Um, I hope someday, like I said, to be able to do what you're doing because you're not only bringing magic to your kids, but you're bringing magic to your parents as well. So that's what every kiddo should be doing, right? I mean, taking care of their parents. You know, you know, his parents wanted to take him, just couldn't afford it. But now that he can and he's financially set to where he can afford so to do so, he's doing it himself. And so way to go, Anthony. I agree with Vixter. Uh, and so I started looking after I read your email, I started looking at some tips here uh, or things that you should do for your first visit and some of my own personal experiences as well. The first thing I would suggest, download the Disneyland mobile app. There you're going to get a lot of information on attractions, the rides. I believe they might have max pass system in there, Vicky. I'm not sure. I know you can get that once you get there. You can also right. set that up before you go. That's basically the fast passes and the photo pass system. $10 a day per person. Um, download the Disney mobile app. Get yourself educated on your must-dos at Disneyland. Some of my must-dos, if I were in your shoes going to Disneyland, is have a plan and prioritize your attractions. And the app's going to help you do that. And we will reply back to you because we're going to help you plan this trip with you um, just to give you a better idea of how to tour the park and how to maximize your experience and, and have a great time. I would also suggest, you know, you see this all the time at Disney World, Vicky. since this is their first time, not only can they get like a first timer's pen mm-hmm. for the whole family, yeah. you see this at Disney World, have t-shirts made. You do this with your family. Every year. Make it magical. Have t-shirts made for your parents and yourself to make it, you know, even that much more magical. If you're lucky, Anthony, your wife has a cricket and she can do it for you. Uh, what'd you call it? A, a cricket? A cricket. Is it a crick cut? Oh, it's not a cricket? Um, no. Am I, am I totally jacking that up? I thought it was a cricket the whole time. It's spelled C-R-I-C-U-T, and but a lot of people call it the call cricket. Call it a cricket. Okay. But it's cricket. Also, since it is your first time, whatever ride you get on, I would also su- suggest sitting in the front in the front row like a rock star, man. And I, I love to do this with Colin all the time because for me, it makes me feel like I'm the only person on the ride. You're the VIP? Yeah, it really does. So you really have that really cool experience. Like you're the only ones there. I I would suggest if, if you have a ride where it can fit three in a row, um, do it right up front. If, if not, have your parents go up front and you sit behind them, you know, so you can watch them experience the ride and feel like a rock star at the same time. And also get there early. Get there before the crowds start getting there so you feel like you have the park to yourselves. If this is your first time, these are just some must-dos. And again, I'll, I'll mention go to go to City Hall, like I was saying earlier, or Guest Relations and pick up your first visit button. Uh, the one thing that I know I Nick does this and we do some not is when you're prioritizing your attractions that you want to visit since you're going to be a wide variety of ages, you may want to YouTube video some of the rides, talk through it as a family so that you can make a decision so you know what max passes you want to use when you're there. So like if you definitely want to do teacups and everybody is in agreement on the teacups, then you know what that's going to look like and you can even watch a short video of somebody doing it. I know we have some friends that, that want to be utterly surprised by everything, but I think that sometimes it's good to have an 
idea of what you're about to get into. And so you have ideas of what you want to do first versus what you'd be okay with if it didn't happen. It's part of the excitement, isn't it, Vicki? Yeah. We show our clients all the time videos on YouTube or videos that we have, and we'll throw it up on our phone and give them the virtual reality goggles, put it on, they strap it on, they're there in that environment at that time. And it's the more, the more uh, knowledge you gain for me, the more excited I get, you know? And the one thing that I noticed you didn't put on here, Nick, but you usually mention it a lot is that you can have that free DVD for every year. If they want to get a view, oh, yeah. that's another thing. Just Contact go online Disney, yep. yeah, and get your free DVD of what's going on in, in Disneyland right now. And I think you can find that on YouTube as well. Oh, really? Yeah. And you can like just type in like Disneyland must do's or Disney. Well, Disney, Disney World would be different. But uh, I think you can find that stuff online. I don't know if the current 2000, it should be by now, 18. I'm sure someone has posted one up, but if they haven't, Anthony, and, and we'll get in contact with you. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure, we'll make sure, we sure you get the, one. We'll get yeah. you a demo one. The next question comes from Lee, and you received this while you were at Disney World, I believe. Tulum, California. Yes, I'm, I'm sorry, from Tulum, California. Okay. Question is, does Walt Disney World have a show where they pick a kid to pull the sword out of the stone? And the location for, or this is actually true. I'm sorry. I'm jumping the gun here because Nick's already answered it for me. So, no, yeah. So, this was a question that came from Leo over my Instagram account. Oh, okay. And I typed it up. And oh, when you put the picture up of you and Colin? Yes. Okay. Yes. And just like Vicky said, uh, Lee was asking us, and I, and I never did answer his question because I specifically wanted to find out and wait. Oh, okay. For a listener uh, question episode. Sure. And I forgot to put it in there last time. So there is. There there actually, there is um, a little celebration for a kiddo that pulls the sword out of the stone. So it really that, actually does come out? It does all the way to the tip. It doesn't come all the way out. It stops like at the tip. And I wish they so knew. I've never seen this. I That's had to what I'm saying. Did you watch a video or something? It's all over YouTube. It's all over the internet. I had to personally watch this. I need to watch this. So they used to do it with a ceremony with Merlin, just like they do in Disneyland currently. But then that stopped for a while back in like 2009-ish. Right. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, then it came back. But without Merlin, it just pops out up okay. to the tip and then drops back down. And there's not really a celebration anymore. Uh, rather, there's just like a cast member that hides in the bushes and, you know, with a little device in his hand that releases the sword. Basically. Oh, wow. That's cool. So they don't really from what I've read they don't really uh, have a whole ceremony over it like I they, they do in, in Disneyland but so to answer your question <laughs> yes the sword in the stone ceremony is performed it's several times throughout the day near the uh, carousel there in Fantasyland but it's not like um, an, a grand event like it's portrayed over at Disneyland like I it's wish just, it was it just clicks pops open and yay that kiddo just raised the sword, right? right. Um, of course, that's what I think it is now. Like I've never seen it in person. I've only seen it on YouTube. But right. then you have all these articles saying it stopped for a while. Then it came back. Merlin's not n- there now. But I haven't been there personally to see it, so I really don't know. And I and I hate to answer this question without having firsthand experience right. with just going online, you know, uh, Lee. So um, I'm sorry for the very vague answer. I just haven't experienced this in person. So I'm having a, kind of a little trouble answering the question. I love the language that they use on this, Nick. And I don't know if you pulled it from YouTube or if you pulled from it off. my picture. Oh, because it's of a... my actual post on Instagram. I oh, blew okay. it up. 
And this is what it says on the rock. It Go says, ahead, Vic. Whoso pulleth out this sword of the stone and anvil, rightwise ruler born of England. So if you're able to pull it out, you become the ruler born of England. That's hilarious. Yeah. So what a cool I, experience, though. I feel kind of bad because I really just haven't experienced this firsthand. I know, and I can't believe all of us going there, none of us have seen it. But I thought of that when you um, posted that picture. That's when I wanted to ask you, does it really come out? Because I thought maybe they just did that for... Well, what stinks, Colin and I really didn't pull on it. We just put our hands on it and acted like we pulled on it. Oh, so you don't know? It could have been you. Could have been us, man. It could have been you. So, um, Carol wrote to us, Dear Mousecapades Podcast, I would like to possibly take my family to Walt Disney maybe during the spring of 2019. I want to stay at a value resort, but not sure which one. How are the value resorts different from one another, like all-star sports, movies, and music? Thank you. Any help would be appreciated. I'm going to let you speak to this because you stayed all-stars more than I have even. Yes. So, I've stayed at music and I've stayed at sports. And I will say that I prefer sports over the rest of them. And it's simply based on location. I know music is going over uh, a refurbishment right now, and they're refurbishing. Actually, movies is right or now. Mo- that's what I meant, movies. Thank you. And then they're headed to music, but they, but they need to And the rooms are really super awesome. They're clean. They're fresh. You know, they, they look great. But I will still sacrifice that to be next to a McDonald's. I knew that was coming. You know? It, and it's the first resort that you're dropped off at if you oh, ride sure. the Magical Express. Right. Disney Transportation in general. Now, of course, you're going to have to stop at those other locations when you're on your way to the parks. Right. It depends how full it is. So now, see, at Christmas, in the daytime, they only go to one. Right. They go to, or whenever it's a really, I can't believe it in the summer they don't do that too, Nick, because it's if so it's busy. If it's full, they'll, they'll, they'll just go right on to the parks. But if it's not a full bus and it's halfway, they'll stop at the other park, or stop at the other resorts, excuse oh, me. Oh, wow. But- I would suggest, to be honest with you, now this is just me, All-Star Sports. I don't think this, I don't know about this person if she wants to save money and eat at McDonald's. Uh, Carol, but for me, I like to save. I like to walk over to McDonald's. I like to just only spend six bucks on a meal and have the rest on my drink. Right. You eat and then the dollar from, menu. From there, I Uber or I walk back to the resort and hop on Disney Transportation. But the main reason why I stand, stay there is because it's the first drop-off point of the Valley Resorts. The bus drops you off first at All-Stars. You're not going to be waiting, you know? Um, I just booked another trip going back down in October, and that's exactly where I'm going to be staying is Disney All-Star Sports. Because of Disney tra- the Disney transportation, it's the first resort that, that gets a bus. And um, the Mickey D's, that's right there. If you are not a sports person, Carol, then... I would suggest the movies or the music. I've seen those two. I've stayed at music, not movies, but I've saw the, all the, oh, what am I trying to think of? The big icons. The statics. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff that they have there. And if your family's more movies and music, which is more my family than sports, that's why we chose those areas. I will say um, music, that's all the way in the back, right? No, music's in the middle. Okay. So I stayed at movies then. I was, uh, I've stayed all the way in the back resort. Okay. And I will say my personal experiences that seemed quieter than... And all-star sports. Well, we thought, and, and that's because that's where they put all the sports people first when they're doing those competitions, which I don't know, spring of 2019, they're still going to be doing cheerleading and yep. dance. And they're going to be at sports. Right. So maybe then you want to try out the other two value resorts. Because we thought music was really quiet. We were expecting at Christmas time for it to be pretty loud and rowdy, and it was not bad at all. In fact, we kind of felt secluded. At, we only saw people a couple times the whole time we were there, and it was it was Christmas time, so it was busy. What's really neat, too, they have a walking path. Uh, you can choose to walk or oh, run. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I do a combination of both because I get to a point where I tire out and then I walk again. But it links all of the resorts together and you can see every single one of them. Very cool. And if you if you time it just right, like around 9 o'clock, 9.15, 9.30, you can watch the fireworks shows while you run. It's really neat. Right, oh, right yeah. over the tree line, right next to you, I guess. That would be awesome. It might make running more fun. It really does. <laughs> it takes your mind off of actually running. You but just watch the, the downside of that is you might run into something. Oh, so make sure you're doing yeah. watching both directions. One eye on one thing, one on the other. Can you do that? Last time I was there, I I, I was running because I was timing it just right. I'm like, the fireworks show, I happen to be here at All Stars. I'm not in the park. I know the fireworks show is going to be going. Right. I put on my earbuds. I started running. And uh, as soon as they start, I took, you know, I took them off. Right. And uh, ran and watched. Found myself with my foot slipping off the curb a couple times. But... Oh, I thought you were going to say, in a trash can. No, no. Uh... <laughs> I fell in a trash can. So I wanted to follow up because our listener questions from last week, uh, Nick, you had asked LaDonna that had wrote into us to tell us the ages of her girls because that would yes. help you make a better formed yes. decision. I did email her back, but I didn't know if we had any listeners with similar age children that might want to know an answer to this. So This was, if, correct me if I'm wrong, she was talking about the Royal Room. The that was Coral one of the choices they were thinking of. Okay. She said that the girls are six and four and um, that they still want to go uh, in the fall of 2019. They Their choices were Beach Club, Boardwalk, Port of Orleans, Riverside, Royal Room, which is what you're talking about. Art of Animation, All-Star Movies, or Pop Century. I guess the girls and her looked at pictures and these were the ones that they chose from. Um, for me, oh, and- So we're talking moderate and value resorts here. Uh, uh, except for Beach Club because it's a deluxe. Club, right, and we're talking about four people, possibly. Yes. And they she, want to do the dining plan. If she has... Um, a significant other going. Well, it said we. That's why we okay. are wanting to take our girls. Okay. So I'm assuming there's a significant other okay. married or not. Okay. So four people. Yes. I think your best value, uh, the, the biggest uh, bang for your buck. And I think we're probably on the same page. We'll see. Go ahead. Pop. I would say pop. All-star movies might be about 10 or $15 a day cheaper. But, um, well, and see, that's not fair because she's talking about next year, Nick. So the, both of those will be refurbished. It's movies and pop century. Store. Ooh, that makes it even harder. So go Art with of which- animation, though. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off. Art of animation. It's great if your kids are really into animation and stuff like that. Right. But I don't think you get the most for your buck there at Art of Animation. You can spend that difference in the parks right. or on something else. Well, and you could, and she's wanting to do the dining plan. So unless she would happen to get free dining, and we don't even know from year to year, we we hope it comes back, but we just don't know. Did she give you a budget like that she's working with? No, she just said that she really thought that she should get the dining plan because um, they wanted to do character dining. And they heard that was a good way to get, you know, signatures and stuff. You can't go wrong with pop. And now that some of the rooms are being refurbished over at uh, some of the all-stars, you, I mean, you're going to be closer with They'll be uh, done. pop, but... Uh yeah, I, w- I, I did tell her Pop would be my first choice just because, and I don't know if I just love Pop so much because it was the first one we stayed at. You know how no, you, the first one you stayed at was Art of Animation. But and- I think it's a middle of the road. I think looking at all the resorts we've stayed at, we've stayed at some expensive ones and some really cheap ones for what you get and only for a few extra bucks a day, that's going to be your best value is Pop Century. You can have the same type of, ex- like, so when you stay at Pop Century, like you and your family did, you walked over to Art of Animation. Right. You book Art of Animation because you want that feel you want that environment right. right you can simply walk over there every day if you wanted to yeah, and you it's could. not that far 
No, it has a bridge and it's... And you can eat there. You can shop there like I did. Uh-huh. We went around and took pictures of um, all the icons that they had yep. up just because we wanted to, you know, we're Pixar people like Nick is and we wanted to see that. So um, that is what I shared with her. I had told her Pop Century, of course, but I also wanted to, if her kids like old fashioned Disney, I don't know if that's a way of saying that. Classic. Oh, classic Disney. Okay. So like um, 101 Dalmatians and um, what is the other ones over there? Jungle Book. If they like that, those characters are at all-star movies and I didn't you know what I'm saying so I just said it had to be her choice I would say pop if it was me picking but all-star book movies. is over there all-stars I've never paid it I've never seen them over there. are they maybe they are I've just never I'm telling you what like I'm looking from online I actually didn't stay I just there. walk around and my head's down most of the time I'm not right. really looking at everything well um, I know that Baloo is at pop century it's in the 60s okay um and he has the little boy on his shoulder i can't think of his name right now see again Mowgli, Mowgli. thank you my daughter's see, whispering see again i need to do a better job keeping my head up and looking at everything i get so fixated on what i'm doing right and everything is task-based with me once i get there it's like what do i have to accomplish first second you know and so on and i my head's down and i'm, I'm going and i think that's a problem for a lot of us we don't take in what the what those yeah. resorts have to offer which is why um Somebody that is going at Christmas time that I read on a blog, she already has her trip booked, but she was saying, what do you do on your off days? And I said, one thing that I would definitely encourage that I did not do my first two years there was go around to the other resorts and just engulf yourself in the amazing Christmas decorations that Disney puts out. Because as most of us know, you can look on the uh, travel channel and they show how fast Disney puts up overnight from one day to the overnight to decorate. And I told her, you don't want to miss out on that. So I would say the same thing about your resort. There's cool things to look at. Um, sometimes we just go around and see what other things there are at other resorts in case you might want to stay there next time. Getting back to LaDonna, I would say Pop or AOA. Yeah. That, that would be my two choices. Now, there are some pros to both of them. I mean, at Pop, that's probably the best value for your buck. Uh, it's easy to navigate. Everything's really tight, tightly put together. It seems like it's uh, tighter more so than the All-Stars right. resorts. Those seem to be spread out a little bit more, walking a little bit further. Further. The food court at Art Animation and Pop Century are, are really good with with great food, very clean, right? Um, uh, less traveled at, than All Stars. Uh, music and sports and movies would be, in my opinion. Um, I like Art of Animation's food court. I know you've they have a variety about of flavors from all. Yeah. It's amazing. Actually, I ate there last time. I went out, went off by myself and took pictures. I got something to eat. I shopped over there. The the um the ink and, yeah the ink and paint shop is, is that what it's called yeah okay is awesome. They have everything. It's huge. Um, but you know Pop Century. I mean, you can, you can walk right over to AOA if you'd like. All Stars. Um, it's they're the furthest from all the parks. You know. You're going to be traveling quite a while on the Disney transportation bus. If you're, you'll be staying closer if you're at Pop Century or Art of Animation, and definitely if you're at Pop. Like you said, it's only about ten, fifteen dollars more a night, and right. to me, that's worth it. And it's, it seems to be. And I'm, I'm sorry, Disney. It's just my own personal experiences. A cleaner resort, a calmer resort, a quieter resort, and uh, of course, you're not going to get the cool under the sea pool. Like you do have at Art of Animation, where you're swimming with Nemo and his friends, and you're under the sea. And so Art of Animation is very artsy, and they pump music in the pool. The only resort to pump music in the pool. Right. It's it's really neat. You have a lot of kids there, so your kiddos that are six and four would definitely have an opportunity to meet up with other kids if they're not shy like my Colin is. Isn't uh, he has no problem meeting friends? Right. There's plenty of other kiddos roaming around the the resorts, especially at AOA. So yeah, I would definitely. 
say that. And one thing that I you brought it up about the pool having the water. Every resort has every pool um, has water, Vicky. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. The music under the water. Sure. Um, they each have like what I would call a cruise director, and they do fun activities. A pool director. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what their has so the job is. So they have them over at Pop as well. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. have them at every they have pool. Them at, yeah, they have them at All Stars. And they so if you AOA. want pool time with your kid, there's always fun activities and games that they're playing. And sometimes they give away prizes. Not all the time. Sometimes it's just the joy of winning. But um, sometimes they get a prize. And you just never know what it is going to be. And it's just fun for your kids. We will list um, our personal experiences. We've been to all those resorts. Well, I've been to all of them that she mentioned except for um, music. music. And we'll put together our pros and cons. You can too yeah. as well, Vicky, and we'll respond back to her. Okay. Sounds good. Well, if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, simply text us at 407-674-0414 or email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text us at 407-674-0414 or contact us at travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. And don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com. You can become that expert. Go ahead and sign up and subscribe for more deals and tips. waltexpress.com. Hey, Vixter, I think it's about that time. Peace. And love. Have Have a a magical magical day, day, my friends. You've been listening to the all-new Mousecapades podcast. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day.